The Woman's Rose by Olive Schreiner. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. I have an old brown carved box. The lid is broken and tied with a string. In it I keep little squares of paper with hair inside and a little picture which hung over my brother's bed when we were children, and other things as small. I have in it a rose. Other women also have such boxes where they keep such trifles, but no one has my rose. When my eye is dim and my heart grows faint, and my faith in woman flickers, and her present is an agony to me, and her future a despair, the scent of that dead rose withered for twelve years comes back to me i know there will be spring as surely as the birds know it when they see above the snow two tiny quivering green leaves spring cannot fail us there were other flowers in the box once a bunch of white acacia flowers gathered by the strong hand of a man as we passed down a village street on a sultry afternoon when it had rained and the drops fell on us from the leaves of the acacia trees the flowers were damp they made mildew marks on the paper i folded them in after many years i threw them away there is nothing of them left in the box now but a faint strong smell of dried acacia that recalls that sultry summer afternoon but the rose is in the box still it is many years ago now i was a girl of fifteen and I went to visit in a small up-country town. It was young in those days, and two days' journey from the nearest village. The population consisted mainly of men. A few were married and had their wives and children, but most were single. There was only one young girl there when I came. She was about seventeen, fair and rather fully fleshed. She had large, dreamy blue eyes and wavy light hair, full, rather heavy lips, until she smiled, then her face broke into dimples, and all her white teeth shone. The hotel-keeper may have had a daughter, and the farmer in the outskirts had too, but we never saw them. She reigned alone. All the men worshipped her. She was the only woman they had to think of. They talked of her on the stoop at the market, at the hotel. They watched for her at street corners. They hated the man she bowed to or walked with down the street. They brought flowers to the front door. They offered her their horses. They begged her to marry them when they dared. Partly there was something noble and heroic in this devotion of men to the best woman they knew. Partly there was something natural in it that these men shut off from the world should pour at the feet of one woman the worship that otherwise would have been given to twenty and partly there was something mean in their envy of one another if she had raised her little finger i suppose she might have married any one out of twenty of them then i came i do not think i was prettier i do not think i was so pretty as she was i was certainly not as handsome but I was vital, and I was new, and she was old. They all forsook her and followed me. They worshipped me. It was to my door that the flowers came. It was I had twenty horses offered me when I could only ride one. 
it was for me they waited at street corners it was what i said and did that they talked of partly i liked it i had lived alone all my life no one ever had told me i was beautiful and a woman i believed them i did not know it was simply a fashion which one man had set and the rest followed unreasoningly i liked them to ask me to marry them and to say no i despised them the mother heart had not swelled in me yet i did not know all men were my children as the large woman knows when her heart is grown i was too small to be tender i liked my power i was like a child with a new whip which it goes about cracking everywhere not caring against what i could not wind it up and put it away men were curious creatures who liked me i could never tell why only one thing took from my pleasure i could not bear that they had deserted her for me i liked her great dreamy blue eyes i liked her slow walk and drawl when i saw her sitting among men she seemed to me much too good to be among them i would have given all their compliments if she would once have smiled at me as she smiled at them with all her face breaking into radiance with her dimples and flashing teeth but i knew it never could be i felt sure she hated me that she wished i was dead that she wished i had never come to the village she did not know when we went out riding and a man who had always ridden beside her came to ride beside me that i sent him away that once when a man thought to win my favour by ridiculing her slow drawl before me i turned on him so fiercely that he never dared come before me again i knew she knew that at the hotel men had made a bet as to which was the prettier she or i and had asked each man who came in and that the one who had staked on me won i hated them for it but i would not let her see that i cared about what she felt towards me she and i never spoke to each other if we met in the village street we bowed and passed on when we shook hands we did so silently and did not look at each other but i thought she felt my presence in a room just as i felt hers at last the time for my going came i was to leave the next day someone i knew gave a party in my honour to which all the village was invited it was midwinter there was nothing in the garden but a few dahlias and chrysanthemums and i suppose that for two hundred miles round there was not a rose to be bought for love or money only in the garden of a friend of mine in a sunny corner between the oven and the brick wall there was a rose tree growing which had on it one bud it was white and it had been promised to the fair-haired girl to wear at the party the evening came when i arrived and went to the waiting-room to take off my mantle i found the girl there already she was dressed in pure white with her great white arms and shoulders showing and her bright hair glittering in the candlelight and the white rose fastened at her breast she looked like a queen i said good evening and turned away quickly to the glass to arrange my old black scarf across my old black dress then i felt a hand touch my hair stand still she said i looked in the glass she had taken the white rose from her breast and was fastening it in my hair 
how nice dark hair is it sets off flowers so she stepped back and looked at me it looks much better there i turned around you are so beautiful to me i said yes she said with her slow colonial drawl i'm so glad we stood looking at each other then they came in and swept us away to dance all the evening we did not come near to each other only once as she passed she smiled at me the next morning i left the town i never saw her again years afterwards i heard she had married and gone to america it may or may not be so but the rose the rose is in my box still when my faith in woman grows dim and it seems that for want of love and magnanimity she can play no part in any future heaven then the scent of that small withered thing comes back spring cannot fail us end of the woman's rose by olive schreiner read by noel badrian county offaly ireland